Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Welcome to this edition of Travelwise, which is an interview special as I focus on a rising star in the hospitality sector across the UAE, Middle East and Africa. The organisation is Dubai-born and based Aleph Hospitality, and I have the pleasure of talking with the founder and CEO, Bani Haddad. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. So, Bani, nice to have you on the podcast. So, let us um, start off. Uh, we've got some big news coming our way, but let's start off and set the scene regarding Aleph Hospitality. What do you actually do? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, first of all, Phil, for having, having me. It's, it's uh, great to be part of your podcast. Um, Aleph Hospitality was set up really to change the way hospitality management is conducted in the Middle East and Africa. We were really, and we still are, on a mission to uh, drive benefits, additional benefits for the hotel investors, but also for the hotel brands in uh, in our parts of the world. Where in the US and in Europe, it's you know very common to have a third party operator, an independent management company, run uh, hotel assets. It was up until we set up our company, Aleph Hospitality. It was almost unheard of uh, in this part of the world. So we decided to you know start changing uh, this uh, this and uh, introduce a different way which would add a number of benefits for the hotel owners three of them are the most important uh, in our mind one is additional financial benefits through tighter control over the expenses but also more focus on the revenues uh, but also it's giving uh, the owners a bit more control over the day-to-day operation. And a third part, which is extremely important, is more flexibility when it comes to their contractual terms. For the brands, you know, we're acting uh, almost as their development uh, team. So we're helping them spread their footprint across the region faster. Uh, we are reaching to markets they're not really interested to operate in. We're allowing them to access properties probably with a smaller key count sometimes. Um, So they're seeing their flags expanding faster through companies like Aleph Hospitality. So being a third party partner with the hotels and the owners, I can see from what you're saying, it means you can look at, uh, you mentioned the financial aspects. Well, I suppose the brands themselves will do what they are best at doing, and that's looking after their hotel guests the uh, stayers and those who are going in for perhaps uh, leisure activities using the F&B options. And also you you said about the development of the brand in perhaps places they're not familiar with. True, absolutely. And, and, you know, if, if I may, you know, the more the years are passing by, uh, the less I'm liking the term third-party operators. You know, it feels like we're this third-party wheel. And we're actually, all we are is we're a fully-fledged hotel management company. Uh, we're providing service for hotel owners uh, as a priority for hotel investors, but we're working with the brands as well. So we're a fully fledged independent hotel management company. Um, and we're letting exactly uh, do what you said. The brands do their job, what they do best, you know, tell the brand globally, create the awareness about the brand, develop their loyalty uh, membership programs. Uh, develop their sure. IT platforms, and so we're we're kind of utilizing uh, these great benefits and handling the day-to-day operation 
by being closer to the hotel owners, to the assets, to our teams on the ground, uh, which again drives a number of benefits. Us being much more reactive, uh, much more hands-on, you know, uh, reactive to the changes in the market, reactive to the hotel investor requirements, reactive to our guests who are coming to sleep in our rooms. Uh, so it, it's a really a win-win situation. You know, we're always telling investors and brands, you know, we're offering the best of both worlds. We're offering the closeness, the proximity, the hands-on approach, while giving you the local the knowledge uh, of, the, of the local market. But we're giving you access to all these amazing international brands as well. So you're getting, without having, uh, you know, to go through the big infrastructures and the multiple layers that you need to go through when you're dealing with multinational companies, you're dealing with a human-sized organization, which is extremely professional. So you're getting the best of both worlds, basically. A human-sized operation. I like that. And from our lexicon of words, we will drop from now on the third-party <laughs> operator. Thank <okay>? you. <laughs> so <laughs> Thank that's you. out of the window now. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, we're going to look at the growth of the left hospitality, um, the past, the present, and the future. But some late news, or the latest news, I should say, is your association with a brand we're perhaps not familiar with in the Middle East, but a French brand called Fouchon Hospitality. So tell us that's... about this. Yeah, that's probably uh, one of the most, if not the most exciting news we've announced in the last few years. We're very, very proud of this. Fauchon uh, is one of the most recognizable French brands when it comes to uh, gastronomy, patisserie, you know, the French art of providing sweets uh, and tea. Uh, they've been established since 1886. Uh, they're really synonym of uh, luxury uh, and high-end um, uh, goods. Uh, a few years ago, they've started venturing beyond the uh, the gastronomy and the patisserie. They started venturing into uh, hotels. Uh, they've opened the Hotel Place de la Madeleine, where the Fauchon Maison house was, uh, uh, you know, born. Uh, so they have a hotel, uh, Fauchon Hotel in uh, Paris, Place de la Madeleine, and they've opened another one in Kyoto. Uh, and, you know, we are very proud to announce that we became the exclusive developers and operators of Fauchon Hotel in this part of the world, meaning the Middle East and Africa. For us, it's, a, it's very important for a number of, of reasons. Uh, it is allowing us to move into the luxury uh, lifestyle segment, uh, which we're very passionate about. It's allowing us, most importantly, to bring to our markets a, a brand which is very niche. And we believe that there will be very high demand for this type of product. Fauchon is built around uh, four main pillars. Uh, you know, one of them is uh, the, the glamorous, French glamorous aspect. So, yeah. Uh, uh, and and then we have the location, so you'll always find the hotels in a, in a you know triple A location. Then arts and and the artisans, you know, the brand, the hotels are being designed with uh, the local uh, with a local touch. So they're French, they're Parisian, but we're all, we're always going to utilize local artists and artisan to bring to bridge this gap between France and where the hotel is used locally. So you'll find in many hotels, 
uh, and, uh, that are existent or being planned, that there are local uh, artists and artisans being involved either in the artwork, but sometimes also in the furniture. Uh, and then the fourth element, which is very important and quite unique, I believe, is what they call the madame. So it's, you know, it's the hotel which is targeted towards uh, uh, female uh, so from a design and service aspect. And these four elements uh, make the brand so unique. Um, and uh, we believe that it will be an amazing uh, success story in this part of the world, which just, is flooded by brands, you know. Absolutely. Um, I was going to say that to you, but what you've been talking about there, those four pillars and the different aspects, in my mind, I'm just conjuring up images of uh, the French uh, gastronomy, the, the art, the location. So I'm seeing a fabulous picture in my mind. And that fourth yeah. pillar could be yeah, a huge attraction for considering the culture of uh, society in, in the Middle East, in the UAE and beyond. So that fourth part could be very uh, important when you say the madame. Yes, I know, absolutely. And it's, it's funny because some of our local clients uh, in the GCC, at least, uh, to whom we've already mentioned and contacts we've already mentioned, the you, you could see, you know, some of the um, uh, ladies who are investors or active in this field, you could see sparkles in their eyes <laughs> when we talk about for sure. You know? yeah. and, and so that's really for us, you know, bringing this to Aleph Hospitality is really a testament of how we're evolving, we're growing, and, and we have now the capacity of bringing um, uh, interesting products and contributing oh. to the development of the hospitality industry in this part of the world. The eyes were lighting up, sparkles in the eyes of uh, possible guests and yep. investors. So it's very early days, you've just signed, but what is the perhaps potential or possible pipeline for the brand to be active in the GCC? Well, I mean, so we're going to be obviously quite uh, opportunistic. This is, again, a, a luxury lifestyle um, a brand. So, you know, we're not going to roll out 30 of them. Uh, each key city will take one or two. The beauty, however, uh, of uh, what we're thinking is, and, and how to develop this brand is, we probably won't have just hotels so the, the uh, byproducts we're going to have our residences as well serviced residences okay. high-end yeah. serviced residences we're going to have resorts uh, and we're even thinking to develop beach clubs uh, with this french glamorous which is completely non-existent uh, product today in a city especially places like dubai and increasingly in saudi arabia where beach clubs are becoming very important to the local uh, social life and yeah. outings, you know. Uh, so Absolutely. bringing this aspect of French glamorous beach club, we believe will will be a, a, a great opportunity as well. Fabulous proposition. And the timing is probably just right following on from COVID and the excitement regarding travel and hospitality, which exists at the moment. So let me say, uh, this is the TravelWise podcast. I have the pleasure of talking to Bani Haddad, who is the founder and the managing director of the Left Hospitality. So let's have a look at your organization. When did you set up uh, and how has it grown to where you are now? So we've, we've been now uh, in existence since uh, 2015. 
Uh, we are a company based in uh, in Dubai. Uh, we're very proud of that. Homegrown company in Dubai. Uh, we today operate 12 assets uh, with the leaders in our segment, meaning the independent hotel management model with uh, so far, our growth has been in Africa. So we are by far the leaders. We have 11 operating assets in Africa. Uh, last year, or last year, yes, now we can call it last yeah. year. Uh, we've opened our first hotel in the Middle East in Doha, a, a, quite a large property, 450 keys, right before the World Cup, and we've been extremely successful. Uh, and uh, we have about 15 uh, hotels currently under the uh, various stages of development uh, in the Middle East and, and Africa. Our portfolio consists of uh, unbranded and branded hotels, uh, resorts, city center, mm. small, large. Uh, so, so it's oh, quite uh, a what? diverse portfolio. Yeah, give us some idea of some of the brands you are working with. So we work we work with the uh, uh, likes of uh, uh, Intercontinental, uh, Wyndham, Ramadas, Best Western. Uh, we have a couple of properties signed with Marriott uh, as well. Uh, so we have a wide range mm. of uh, of brands, wide stable. You know, we've been approved an approved operator with all of the international uh, brands. We have uh, properties with Accor under the M Gallery as well brand, which is quite an exciting uh, uh, brand. So we're we're present with and and we have uh, signed deals and operating hotels with most of the international brands, and we're of course uh, as we're signing hotel management agreements. Every time what we do is we we select what is the best brand for this uh, location. So this is one of the advantages we provide our investors. It's getting this expertise and advisory in selecting, negotiating franchise agreements as well, which they get part of the package of being uh, being with us. And our targets, you know, looking at the few years uh, to come, by 2026, we're looking at operating a minimum of 50 hotels uh, in the region. And given our existing portfolio, the existing number of hotels in the pipeline, um, it, it seems well within uh, well within reach. So, you so we're very excited. Yeah, I'm quite right. Quite rightly so. So you mentioned a number of brands there. All of those are household names. So as you say, you have to be approved. So that's. Uh, uh, an accurate, well, it's an endorsement of what you are doing and, and your services you provide. So um, before we get on to um, looking ahead to an event in June, which is key because it's in a key area, um, let's have a look at your thoughts on the future for hospitality uh, industry as we move ahead out of the COVID pandemic. I just want to make a, a quick parallel in some ways, perhaps, with aviation. Coming, come back very, very strong. Their biggest challenge at the moment in terms of operating, the airlines operating, is finding staff, you know, from pilots through to cabin uh -huh. crew. Uh -huh. is, that, uh -huh. is that the same with hospitality at the moment? Um, it is uh, in many ways. Uh, it has been especially right after the pandemic. The rebound was uh, the same fashion that it was for the aviation. It was felt in exactly the same way for the hotel industry. Yeah. Uh, the rebound was so fast, so strong uh, that, you know, hotels and restaurants had difficulties recruiting. I think we're, we're past the stage uh, now. Um, the hotel industry has always 
faced, you know, it, it was always on everyone's mind. It has always been for as long as I can remember, you know, staffing and recruiting the right talent is has always been on everyone's mind. It, and uh, I think we are in a part of the world uh, where we're blessed. Uh, in the Middle East, in the GCC, we have a pool of talent from around the world who are always so excited to come and work here because it's such a dynamic environment with so many career opportunities and growth opportunities. And we can tap in the African market, the Asian market, the European market. So uh, it has always been quite an exciting market. In Africa, where we operate, it's, a, again, a booming industry. It's still very early stages, but it's growing so fast. And locally, uh, uh, there is a huge ta talent uh, with the right attitude, not always with the right training, with the right background, but with the right attitude. And we're taking the time to train these people uh, and, and to grow them as we are growing our portfolio there. Uh, uh, so, yes, it's, it has been challenging, but I think it has always been. Uh, compared to my days when I used to work in France, I can tell you, uh, working here and finding talent is a piece of cake. <laughs> That's good to know. That's good to know. Piece of cake. Piece of French. Piece of uh, French gâteau. Okay. Uh, bisous, so... bisous from Pochon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Absolutely. That is exciting news. So, uh, Africa is a key uh, uh, country for you. And in June, a uh, couple of months' time, of course, um, in Kenya, Nairobi will be the annual African Hotel Investment uh, Forum. So, what's your participation and what can you expect from that event? Yeah, we've been very active with the uh, uh, AF event in Africa since the creation of ANIF. We've always been world sponsors. Uh, we're very supportive of the event. And it's a quite an important uh, one for us because, as I said, Africa is the market which is booming. Uh, it's an emerging market. Sure. So, uh, and, and what the guys at Bench have I have to give them this credit, have managed to do is moving the event from one country to another uh, over the years, which really has helped, in my opinion, has helped the um, uh, event remain very dynamic and attract a different crowd every year. Uh, so it's a very important event for us. Uh, we sponsor it. Um, uh, quite a few members of our team attend, and it's a great opportunity for us to connect with um, uh, some of the existing uh, clients that we have, but most importantly, we find it as an, an amazing platform to find and present our services to new prospects and new investors. Indeed. So uh, yeah. on that note, I'll wish you all the best for the future. And thank you so much for joining us on the TravelWise podcast. Thank you again for having me. It was a pleasure. Pleasure. And hopefully I'm going to be catching up with someone from Fouchon in the not too distant future. Danny, thanks yeah. very much indeed. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. And coming away soon, I will indeed follow on with this podcast when I'll be catching up with the CEO of Fouchon Hospitality, Jacques-Olivier Chauvin. So until then, I wish you safe travels. And if you would like to have a podcast production for your organisation, do get in touch with me. Drop me an email, philblizzardmedia at gmail.com. A Phil Blizzard radio production. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews.